0: Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we get into, well, the Word, and we talk also about some current events today. This is a Saturday where we like to talk about things in the news and maybe a Christian perspective of it. This morning, dare I say, our nation, I think, is in some um, troubled waters, some uh, unchartered territory with the indictment of former President Donald Trump. And I thought long and hard this morning about should I even talk about this? People come here on Saturdays often wanting to know what I think about things that are happening in current events and uh, in the news. And they don't know what sources to trust, and they put some trust in me. And with a lot of people, I do have some credibility. And yet I realize that whenever I talk about this topic I risk losing more friends than making new friends. I risk uh, people saying, "Tom, don't drink the Kool-Aid, don't, you know, don't take sides." And this can be dirty business. And I realize we live in a fallen world. We're talking about fallen people. We're talking about people who Are not followers of Christ and there's, uh, good in them and bad in them and some good things people do and some bad things people do. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of emotion, a lot of emotion when it comes to speaking about our political situation, our president, particularly our former president, Donald Trump. And so it, a lot of ways it'd just be easier not to touch this subject. It'd be easier, you know. I would have friends advise me of that and warn me, just stay out of it. Tom, we love it when you teach the Bible. Don't touch on current events. And then I have others who say, Tom, bring it, bring it, bring it. We need to hear. I wish others would speak up more. There's something happening in our country, something happened in our nation. Now we need to hear the voice of our spiritual leaders, not just our not just people who comment from a secular point of view, but we need to hear from spiritual leaders. So All that being said, I do have a couple comments, and I hope that you will take these and consider them. And I'd even like to bring out something that my guess is you haven't heard anyone talk about, but I think it's it's maybe one of the most important things that should be said, but I'm going to save that for just a moment from now, okay? So hang with me to the end, and I think something uh, needs to be said here that... I hope to be able to say it. Let's pray for just a moment, Lord. I pray for your guidance and your help and your and your the filling of your Holy Spirit. That anything I share here would be wise and uh, help bring light to the situation, and that you would help each of us to uh, receive and consider things that are being said. I ask in Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. In Scripture, it says, He's told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. One of the great blessings of America is justice. We are governed by law and order. We strive to have a justice system that is blind. No one is above the law, but no one is to be persecuted by the law. And this would be the standard we strive for, that Lady Justice is blind. And it goes both ways, that no one should be above the law. No one should be immune. If they break the law, they should be held accountable. At the same time, no one should be persecuted by the law. No one should be uh, found, as in the old Soviet system, where the guy once told Stalin, his chief investigator whatever, criminal guy, show me the man, and I'll find you the crime. And we don't want that either. That, is, that would be tyranny. And so what we have here today is a system where President Trump, former President Trump, has now been indicted. It's never happened before. Never before have we had a former president indicted for a crime in which he will now need to stand trial. And it, it, most likely, unless the judge throws it out, he'll need to stand trial. Now, keep in mind, a person's innocent until proven guilty. And keep in mind that all this is, is a grand jury. And remember, in our civic, remember the civics, in a grand jury, the defendant and his attorneys do not have the opportunity to present evidence. All that's presented is the prosecutor presents evidence. The jury says, yeah, you might be something there. Let's bring a charge against him. And that's all that's happened. There's been no opportunity yet for a defense against those charges. So that's how our court system works. Now that the charge has been brought, the indictment has been made, the, there, there'll be motions, a court date will be set, and then he'll have the opportunity to defend himself. And keep in mind in our system, a person is presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond all reasonable doubt. And indeed, Donald Trump should be provided that uh, same privilege as we'd want anyone else. The charges against him are pretty serious. And we and, and those of you who like those are uh, uh, favor of Donald Trump, voted for him, or or think he's being mistreated. We should keep in mind the charges are pretty serious, and so that's something to keep in mind. But what is seems to be overshadowing this, and in the discussions, if you do watch people discussing this, what seems to be lost is on one side they're saying these are serious charges. And on the other side, they're saying, "Yeah, but we want justice, and justice needs to be fair." And it doesn't take too much, too long to look back into our recent history of just a few years and see what appears to be a system that lets people who have his stature, political leaders who have done far worse things, be uh, have no prosecution whatsoever. And certainly a prosecutor has the uh, discretion in our system of justice, a prosecutor has the discretion to to consider whether or not to bring charges. When Hillary Clinton was investigated by the FBI for having having the exact same thing, uh, classified information stored and secured in an unright way, in an unsafe way. She had it on a server in her home that was not secure and not protected, and it was unauthorized and very well might have been hacked by some of our enemies. And that is illegal. That's against the law. And she was secretary of the state. And when she was going to be investigated, she was told to keep all of her emails, and she destroyed 30,000 of them. And she had cell phones where she took hammers, and broke them. These things are against the law. And yet Jim Comey, when they investigated and confirmed that these things had happened, said, no, legitimate, no, he didn't think any prosecutor would bring a a case against her because here she was running for president and someone of her statute basically will let the, uh, her stature, let the uh, people decide. Okay, and when in the 2016 campaign, calling shouting, lock her up, lock her up at the Trump rallies. And is uh, the idea of Trump wins, she's going to jail. And I still remember once Trump was elected and first rally had after his president, lock her up, lock her up. And he said, no, no, we're not going to do that. You, that wouldn't be right. We, basically saying, listen, we need to move on. We don't prosecute our political enemies here in America. We don't take vengeance on our political enemies. And I remember talking to people who don't like Hillary and like Trump, and they they wanted her in jail. There was a vengeance. There was a hatred for her. And I said, no, that's wrong. She's not above the law. But her punishment was she lost the presidential election. That's good enough. Let's move forward. And I agreed with Trump's assessment there. Later on in the 2020 election, we now see that what do we have? Uh, the FBI. And, uh, concocting information and and taking information they knew was false of a uh, trump conclude colluding with the russians and we now know it came from the opposition campaign it was opposition research they turned over to the fbi the fbi people said this is baloney but they took it to the courts anyway and the, and they put our country through an incredibly incredibly uh tough time a special prosecutor two years of of questioning is our president a, a russian uh agent and all that and he was uh found that that was not it didn't happen it's all it, it, it the Mueller investigation exonerated him going on further now with the Durham investigation to find where it came from it came from the others from his political opponents and they knew it was bunk and yet they went ahead with it anyway that just doesn't seem right for the FBI to do that. That seems like, again, they have been politically weaponized against their, their political opposition. It just doesn't seem fair, right, or legal. And has anyone been held accountable for it? No. No one's been held accountable. And then you have a, a, a laptop by hunter biden that that that, that has all these crimes that were committed and and on it crimes that were committed by joe biden potentially evidence of crimes we'll say that evidence of crimes with foreign governments bribing them and it was the, this he left it with a repairman he turned it over to the fbi nothing happened he had kept the the computer repair guy had kept a copy He turned it over to a newspaper a year or two later the newspaper published it and, and immediately the FBI contacted Facebook, Twitter, and all everybody to silence it just weeks before the election and telling them this is Russian disinformation. It wasn't. It was true. And it would have affected the election, undoubtedly, to know that this stuff about had happened. And so what do we say? All of this seems like true crime and Perhaps Donald Trump has committed the crime as well. We'll see. But it doesn't seem to rise to the level of what these other crimes that were, that were covered up. And believe me, to this day, we wouldn't know about the Hunter Biden laptop if the Republicans had not been elected in the House of Representatives. And on the same day Trump was indicted, out comes information from the FBI that has been hidden of potentially, allegedly, million in bribes being paid to Joe Biden and Hunter Biden by foreign governments to affect U.S. policy. Again, we never would have even known about this because the FBI has hidden this had Trump, or or, excuse me, had Republicans not been elected to the House of Representatives. All we're saying, this doesn't seem right. It seems like a two-tier justice system what's good for the goose is good for the gander right either either people of that statue we say these are our political leaders and their guilt or innocence their judgment shall be from the people through the voting booth or we say we lock them up historically in america we have said when people are at that level of president we let the people decide we let the people decide and that the that's just too corrupt looking to go after political opponents and want to lock them up when half the country wants to follow these people. Add this, Donald Trump is a, pre, is a the leading candidate for president right now of the Republican Party, and many polls have him ahead, even of Biden. And so therefore, something just seems terribly corrupt here, and a two-system set of justice. Now, here's what I want to add that maybe you've not thought of. Many of the people who are thinking Donald Trump is finally getting it. He's gotten away with one thing after another. He's been indicted. He's been impeached. He's, he's been accused. There are people accusing him of sexual crimes, people accusing him of, of a thousand things. Nothing's been able to stick. Nothing's been able to, you know, they're, they're convinced he's guilty and one thing after another. And finally they're going to get him. The walls are closing in on him. And, and what I'd like to suggest is that. The people who, many of the people who believe that way, have also been deeply concerned in the history of our country about how how the justice system has been weaponized against people of color. And undoubtedly, it has been. And that concerns all of us. We want a justice system that does not prejudge people based on your color, your religion, your politics, or anything else about you and we've had a history in our country of our FBI that has targeted people largely because of their political or racial uh their their politics or because of their race when oj simpson when the evidence was overwhelming that he'd killed his wife and indeed he'd all but acknowledged it and yet was found not guilty by a jury uh white America was in shock. How could this be? This guy murdered his wife and another, and another fella in, in a brutal way, and a jury finds him not guilty. And it was kind of a wake-up call that a lot of people in America, a lot of people in America think the legal system is, is rigged against them, and they're bitter about it, and they're angry about it. And this was their chance to make a statement that we're not going along with that legal system anymore. And it was a shocking moment in American history, a shocking moment. And it was a wake-up call. And indeed, many, dare I say, sadly, in the black community, many believe they will never get justice, so they will not cooperate with the police. They won't be a snitch. And what do you have as a result? You have places like Chicago where murder after tons of shootings and murders every weekend. Why? Why? They won't go to the police. It's retaliation. It's, it's you killed us. We're going to kill you. You kill these people. We're not going to work with the police. We're not going to let a higher authority bring justice. We have rejected that. And now we're going to bring it ourselves. And sadly, there's a lot of people in America who feel that way up in the black community, feel that way about our police. Not all, but a lot. I'm afraid people like that are going to feel that way who, shall we say, the MAGA, the Make America Great Again, the, the Trump supporters, which there are tens of millions, are quickly losing faith and trust in our legal system. And all I'd like to say is this is bigger than Donald Trump, this is bigger than MAGA, this is bigger than Republicans, this is bigger than Biden, this is bigger than anyone. This really is is their justice in our country. Now, if you've traveled to other nations you know, one of the great blessings of America is we do have justice. You're not going to get pulled over by the cops and be required to pay a bribe to keep driving. I've been to countries like this. I've been pulled over and we're required you pay a bribe or else you're going to jail. We're going to confiscate. And there's some countries that you say, oh, might we never lose our sense of justice and rightness. If things like this are happening at the highest level, we're where there's injustices and they become, and they're seen and not dealt with. It's terrible for a country. And all all I want to say here, I think my final comment on this, justice is necessary for peace. No justice, no peace, they say. Justice is necessary. And justice means equal treatment under the law, equal treatment under the law. They want to prosecute Donald Trump. If he's going to prison, I'll tell you, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, They've committed similar crimes that they too should be in prison. Either that or we say people at that level politically, it's a corrupt thing. It's, we don't weaponize against our political opponents. And what we do is we let the people decide at the voting booth. So going to one system or another, my friends, one system or another. If you say no one is above the law, then okay, then no one should be above the law, no matter what their politics, Okay. Otherwise, our country is in big trouble. I do believe we have the best form of government in the history of the world. I do believe our Constitution can bring justice, peace, rights to all people, equal rights, human rights to all people. But it's under attack. It's a spiritual thing. It's a demonic thing. Our country is under attack. And if we don't realize this, that large portions of our country are losing faith in the justice system large portions have already lost faith in the justice system. And if that happens, the very foundations of our country are under attack. Psalm 11 verse 3, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? I happen to love our country. I don't believe our country is necessary, but I do believe our country has been the last best hope of freedom. I think it's been a beacon for the gospel. I think it's been a place of refuge for those who Want to fear uh, uh, flee tyranny? I hope our country remains strong and stable. It's not a forgive. It's not a given thing. We have a lot of nukes, but we could fall and be destroyed by the inside. And I see it happening. I see the foundations being destroyed. I see large numbers of people losing faith in our in our basic institutions. It's a dangerous time in our country. Whether you're a Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative. You like Trump, you don't. You like Biden, you don't. Whoever you are, these are. This is a dangerous time in our country. We have crossed a line that we need to really consider what we're doing. We need to really consider. We cannot be driven by hatred. We cannot be driven by vengeance. We cannot be prejudging people. They're guilty uh, without without the evidence, without a court of law, and without fairness. Fundamental fairness applied regardless of your race, regardless of your politics. I hope you agree. If you don't, let's pray about it. Father in heaven, I just want to come before you now and pray for our country. And I just want to say, Lord, that we are in big trouble, I believe. The foundations are being destroyed. It seems like day after day after day, something else comes to want to destroy the foundations of our country. And sometimes I wonder, Lord, how much can we handle? How much can we take before it just, we implode? And I know, Lord, we are the beneficiaries of a strong Judeo-Christian history. And I know our founding fathers prayed for this country, and I know your patience has been great. We've committed great sins against you, Father. We've excluded you from our education. We've largely excluded you from our entertainment. We've excluded you often from our government, We've executed, we, Lord, our law. We believe our law was based on Your ways and Your Scripture and Your teaching and Your law, and we've largely, Lord, we're turning against it. We acknowledge, Lord, that we've we've turned on children and aborted tens of millions, and now, Lord, the things we're doing to the children of our country and the the recruiting them into perverse lifestyles and having taught them, having taught them to live life as if there's no God, Father, we're reaping terrible consequences for our decisions. We know the ultimate answer is uh, the Gospels must go forth, and we pray for that to happen in our country. We pray the foundations might be restored. We pray there would be justice for all people, a blind justice regardless of the people's race, regardless of their politics, regardless of their wealth. We strive for this standard. We know we're imperfect. We know we've not reached it. We strive for it. I pray, O God, that in our country we would not be driven by hatred, not be driven by vengeance, not be driven by a lust for power or wealth. I pray, Father, that the foundations you often gave us of treat one another as you'd want to be treated. And I pray these Christian principles would be evident in our lives and how, at least minimum, Lord, how we'll treat one another, but how we'd pray it could be restored in our culture at large. We pray these things and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope this helps you think with a sound mind. Don't you be taken up by vengeance. Don't you be overcome by hatred. Think with a sound mind and cry out to God. Remember the serenity prayer. Lord, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference. Sometimes it seems there are things bigger than any of us can change. Be out of our control. All we can do is pray about them. We can speak up, let our voice be known, but don't neglect the opportunities to spread the gospel, to spread the love of God, to spread justice, goodness, and mercy wherever you are within your sphere of influence. Thanks for being with me today. We're here every every day, 8.30 a.m. live, or you can listen later on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform podcast platform or watch on YouTube anytime. Share this video with others if you think they'd benefit from it. God bless you. I love you and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.